Thanks for tuning in to Good Friends, Better Rivals on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we debate and discuss the NFL, the NHL, English Premier League, Pro Tennis Tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Boom. What is good? What is happening, everybody? It's your boy, Ferris from Planet, and welcome to another special episode of Good Friends, Better Rivals. On this special episode, for full disclosure, everyone, full disclosure, it's pre-recorded. We're recording it on September 19th. You don't have to tell them what day. No, 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 we we have to because they're not going to, we, we don't, Thursday. we play on Thursday night. That's true. Yeah. So you won't be we you won't be we won't be reacting to Thursday night on that Friday. Uh you'll get that the following week, the following Friday from me. Um so we're recording on Tuesday. We're gonna be reviewing and recapping ep- um episode two. Week yeah, it is episode two. Why not? Sure, episode two. Um week two of the NFL season. The Dallas Cowboys faced the New York Jets in Dallas. The New York Giants went to Arizona, which you know what? Arizona is very special for the New York Giants. I just want to point that out. Very special. For the New York Giants, uh, we I, I saw that that's when we beat the famous, the greatest upset of all time. Uh, that happened mm-hmm. over there. Um, but it was a massive comeback in Arizona. We'll also be recapping that. Uh, as well as, you know, certain injuries uh, occurred on the Giants side, as well as if anything happened in the Cowboys game, like injuries or anything special, Caleb will bring that to us. But I digress. I just, want, I just want to put that out there because don't be like, why didn't they talk about Thursday night? Because we haven't seen it. Well, I'll future. talk about Thursday night next to when yeah in the future. In the past. Well, in the past. In the in the future, in the past. The past in the future. So yeah. think about that when you're watching the back to the future. So we'll I'll talk about Thursday night the following week. Because that will be the game. Like the following week, we'll talk about it. Um, but to break that down with me is none other than my worst half, Caleb Bochoa. Caleb, how are you, my man? Oh, man, I couldn't be better, man. I mean, it is a glorious time to be a Dallas Cowboys fan after the ass whooping we handed the city of New York. Both teams just whooped that ass, baby, and it feels so Mason glory hole. You got them right. You got some glory hole? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We'll say one thing right now. For you. I'm not that bad of a guy. You like that? Huh? You like that? You like that? Yeah, there it is. Chad to Kirk Cousins, even though he lost on Thursday night. But I digress. All right, so let's get right into it, Caleb. New York, the New York Jets came into Dallas. We, like we said last week, they had no shot because their offensive line is not very good, and Zach Wilson isn't very good. And guess what happened? Their offensive line wasn't very good, and Zach Wilson wasn't very good. So that's why they couldn't run the ball. People would be like, oh, why didn't Brees Hall get the ball a lot? It's because the offensive line ain't good. Like you're not protecting <laughs> yeah. nobody. Like, I mean, like, like continue yeah, kill. He, he, he made that tweet. He made that tweet with the four 
football, saying he only got those carries. But, I mean, you weren't doing anything with them. I mean, on the first play of the game, I mean, on the on the first offensive play that they had, um, Demarcus Lawrence just comes right out and goes in, gets them for a tackle for a loss in the backfield. And you think you deserve more carries after that shit? Like, uh, no, they were stopping you all day. Like, their backs at uh, those three backs that they have, 10 carries, 24 yards. We shut down that run game completely. And um, that was the only thing we had really had to worry about. And like like we said, explained um, last week, uh, if, we, if we did that, then we got to deserve the right to go after Zach Wilson. And God damn it, did Micah Parsons go after Zach Wilson? Because um, he was all over him uh, all, all throughout the game. Two sacks um, for Micah Parsons? Um, yeah. three sacks, uh, three sacks overall for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, three sacks only. Wow. Okay. Uh, the yeah. other sack was the but, other sack um, was done by Osa Adigizwa. But that's the thing. The the stats don't show what Micah does. Like he doesn't get like, super great stats and sacks and um, chaos. like some other pass rushers. But it's just the yeah, it's just the effect that he has. Um, he causes interceptions. He causes interception to Jaron Curse because he's chasing Zach Wilson, and he just throws it. He, he causes fumbles. He forced a fumble. Um, that he almost like if he wasn't you know touched down, he would have taken to the house. Um, he, he he causes other players to get sacks. Um, and get their pressures. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he and he just like you said, just causes chaos. Like on every single play, on every play, he's he's causing disruption. Um, and that, like I said, that doesn't always show up in the stat line, but I mean, he, he's, he's just amazing, man. He is freaking amazing. Um, yeah, he, he, uh, the whole defense, you know, showed, showed up, did, didn't think, got three picks on Zach Wilson and, um, you know, it was just disruptive, disruptive all day. Um, as, as far as, um, they only got one play, um, obviously the one to Gary Wilson where he took it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was just a, a, a bad uh, play by um I don't I think he stumbled or fell down. Something happened. Billy Coker was trying uh, was supposed to help uh, Stephon Gilmore. Like Gilmore was uh, expecting help from the safety. The safety did not get there, and then you know Gary Wilson just took it. But other than that, um, it was a great game for them. You know, another great game, two great games in a row. Um, you know, not not against the best offenses or the best quarterbacks. Uh, we all know that, but they still did their thing and they they played great um, against uh, what they did have what they had to do in the, um, and showed how great they are. Um, as far as the offense on the other side, you know, Dak was extremely efficient, um, 31 38, um, 248 yards, two touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Um, and people keep bringing up the interception thing. Uh, and he, he he's starting to get pissed off about it because he was in the press conference after the game, and uh, they were asking him that that oh you have zero interceptions again, and uh, oh you still think about that um, this season? It's like nah, like I, I I didn't have the interceptions of the previous game, uh, the previous year, or the year before that, or the year before that, and he's right. Like I don't understand where this narrative just cut. Yeah, uh, last year, yeah, he led this in, uh, uh, league in interceptions. But that's not Dak. Like, there's never been Dak. He's never been an interception guy. I don't know why that all of a sudden he has one bad year of throwing interceptions. All of a sudden he, he he's he's an interception guy. That that's never been a thing for him. He's never turned the ball over like that. He's always mm-hmm. protected the ball. And all of a sudden he's got that stigma because one outlier year, 
and that not now he's the interception guy. Like that makes no goddamn sense to me. Like I'd be pissed off. I'm, I'm, I am pissed off for him. Um, that 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 becomes a narrative. Like, oh no, you're the interception guy. Like that that it no doesn't make sense because he's never a couple been of those interceptions last year. You know what? I'm gonna take off. I'm gonna take off my hater hat because you know sometimes I keep it on too long. I'm gonna take it off real quick. Um, I remember. Um, you remember the Jacksonville game? Like one of them oh, interceptions no. was like. Noah Brown's fault. It literally hits Noah Brown in the hands, and it bounces oh, off Titans Noah game. Brown's hands. It happened a lot. Yeah, the Titans game I again. Just bouncing I think off the guys. Just like yeah, like some of the rece- some like some of the interceptions weren't his fault. They weren't. Um, it's one year. Um, I don't. I, let me double check the previous years, because you know he, he's always. It was an efficient thirty-one of thirty-eight. That's eighty-one percent completion percentage. Yeah, in a game. I know these 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 two games, these back-to-back weeks for for the Dallas offense, they haven't really been asked to do much because the defense has completely murdered the offense on the other end. And the de- yeah. the, off- the offense hasn't really done much. So you honestly haven't seen the Dallas offense. Well, it's Mike McCarthy's offense. We saw it for like 10 but years. That, in but the- you have seen Packers. what the difference in play calling style, though. You've seen it mm-hmm. that we're protecting – the leads that we have or we're playing into what the defense is doing for us, which I don't think we did um, in pre um, last year. Um, Cause we had leads last year that we lost like against Packers. Why? Cause the play call, we were still throwing the ball when we didn't have to and not running the ball. When uh, we ran, we ran, even though he had 38 uh, throws, we ran the ball more than that. We had like 40 some carries. And that's why I was asking all last season. Why are we not running the ball more? We should be running the ball more, and that's exactly what we're doing. We're even with all the passes that we ran, uh, we were even we ran the ball even more than we passed, and that's all that mm-hmm. that's the difference in play calling style of from Mike McCarthy from Kellen Moore. Like he's calling winning football games, um, not trying to put up stats like he's over there doing in LA, um, and, and putting up a bunch of stats with Justin Herbert, and, and they're still losing games because he doesn't yeah, have the Dallas over, defense to save that. I'm looking over, uh, I'm looking over. The Dak Prescott's years. Um, he's had four double digit interception seasons. Four out of the four out of the the eight he's been in the league. Four of them have ended in double digits uh interceptions. 2022, 15 last year, 2017, 13, 2019, 11, and 2021, 10. And then before yeah, that, 11, in 2018. And 10 is not, it yeah. is very the, low. The 15. 15 is a lot of interceptions in 12 games. That's that's the big key. He had 15 in 12 yeah, games. Well, again, like we said, how many of those were bouncing off a of receiver's hands? Right into the defense about, hands. That's two or, two or three. So you take off two or three no, I, from I him. think way more. I think about half of those were like so, that. So you're telling me seven. Seven of those interceptions yeah. weren't his fault. I, and but also yes, I I do believe that. But also some of them uh, that didn't get picked off bounced it off the defender's hands. So I'm I'll I'll, I'll say that too. Mm-hmm. So they kind of average out to probably ten were his fault. Correct. Can we go with that? Yeah, we, we can say that. Yeah, because well, and then that really just goes back to the medium. Like like that's it. Like eight to ten yeah, interceptions. It would be right around he, the it, medium. Yes. Of his, yes. His medium, to, about ten. Yes. 11 picks, yes. which is not bad. Yes. That's pretty average for the NFL. Yes. Perfect. Yeah, yes. His, his best season was his rookie season in his uh, 2020 20 season. Uh, well, 2020, 
2020 really doesn't count because that was the season he broke his ankle. He was out after five games. So that's thrown out. 20 His rookie year, where he only had four interceptions, he had a, it was a great year. It was a great year. He won offensive rookie of the year, and he took over the Dallas Cowboy job from Tony Romo because he out, he just beat Tony Romo. So there is that. But yeah, yeah, he's out. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, about about 10. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 10. Yeah, it's average. It's fine. You know? Yeah, okay. So yeah, I honestly oh, he yeah. we'll we'll see when he play when they play better defenses and better teams. We'll see how yeah. this offense m- moves and evolves. I believe next week you have a, a better team you're against, correct? Please tell me it's not some shit team. No, Again, we play the, the car- Oh my god, yes, yeah, true. Oh my god, yeah. See, you're oh, we're not gonna we're not gonna and see then we play the, we, we, play, we play Josh Jobs and then Mac Jones. So it, I mean we're not gonna see until we play the 49ers. Yeah, when is the 49ers game? Uh, it's in two weeks. So it's after the Patriots game. What What are we doing? We have the schedule right here. Shout out to blogging yeah, with the boys. Cardinals, Shout out to blogging with Niners. the boys. Yeah, but then you got week five and week six right there. Those two. Those two games. Yeah. Is where is where the offenses yeah. are. Those, those two games I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, honestly, against Josh Jobs and Max Jones, I mean, our defense is going to dominate, and our, our offense yeah. is not going to be needed. Yeah, really, pretty much. So, first four weeks, the da- the Dallas Cowboys offense is really not need to show anything. Um, and then yeah. we have the five and six, and then eight and nine. The next, uh, then actually after a week, so from week five to week nine. Yeah, it's a, it's, where, it's a pretty uh, tough stretch. Um, Niners, yeah, it's pretty, it's Chargers, pretty tough. Stretch. Rams, Eagles. Yeah, and then we'll see in week ten if if the team in New York has some. Has some heart. You got. You guys can't beat us. Well, well beat hey, us. Wait, hey, hey, calm down. All right, calm down. Okay, all right. But I will say this. Uh, um, but for, for you guys, I mean, you got you guys made the division look good because NFC East is the best division in football. Four no. We were four no we're, last week. We were, we're, uh, we're seven and one. We're the only team with a win. Every team with a win. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, everybody want want want. I want to hate on the NFC East with best division, like we said. Well, that's what that's what we said in the in the offseason. We said the NFC East is the best division in football. But I said, I, I said, and and honestly, like the teams are going to whoop our our team's ass. Like I said it, I said it. Like, was I talking a little shit to you before week one? It's a goddamn lily. Was I a bit overzealous? Yeah, because I thought, you know, it's week one. The juices are flowing. You know, it's it's week one, right? You, you, you know, like get on the Cowboys early, and then then they'll adjust. And it didn't happen. It all hell just all hell just broke loose. Then it started raining, and then it was just like, bro, why are we even playing football? Like, look at this nonsense. And then it, and then it kind of faltered. But I did say the Eagles are definitely gonna sweep us. I said that the Eagles are gonna sweep us. I said it. if we beat if we snatch a win from the Eagles, I'll be happy. I'll be but happy I, too. Like I'll be, I'm, I'm bumping. But, but you take the Giants out of the NFC East and you let them play all these other teams. I think the Giants beat the other these other teams. We face anyone else not named the Cowboys Week One. That doesn't happen. <coughs> I think it doesn't. I personally think it doesn't happen. I just think it doesn't happen. But we face the Cowboys with their nine men in rotation and their a million safeties and it's their MetLife Stadium, it's raining, and just everything that went wrong went wrong, literally. Like, everything that went wrong went wrong. Like, like it was it was insanity. It's like, yo, what just happened? Like, it was crazy. So, it is. 
But I think that we are the best division in football. I think I you, think so we, we, yeah, I, we're, yeah, we, we even said sometimes the Washington has these, 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 these weird years. And maybe this could be one of those where they just look at yeah. for some reason. Um, and you know what's crazy about Washington? We, we They'll still, they, they steal games yeah. from the Cowboys on occasion. They did it last year. Yeah. They beat the Eagles last year. People forget that. They did beat the Eagles. Washington beat Philly. A lot of teams couldn't beat Philly, but two teams beat Philly. It was the Cowboys and Washington. And then, you know, the Chiefs, but, you know, I digress. Like, last year, every team was in the playoff hunt until the last game of the season. If if, if Detroit loses those last two games back-to-back, Washington makes the playoffs. People, people don't want to talk about that. If Detroit goes 0-2 in the last two weeks, Washington's in the playoffs. All four of us are in the playoffs. All four of us are in yeah. the playoffs. With the added extra spot, Whole divisions can make the playoffs with that extra spot. People, people be like, wait, it hasn't happened, but it's possible. And last year, it almost happened. I, I, I was, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. But yeah, you're gonna beat the living shit out of the Arizona Cardinals this week. Oh yeah, it's uh, going, it's going to yeah. be bad. It's um, going to be bad. You Speaking know, of the we, Arizona we, Cardinals, we, we've already played. We, we played Josh Dobbs last year. Um, so we got we pretty much know what we're dealing with. The only thing, the uh, only problem right? uh, I would see um, is is uh, the, the running. Uh, Zach Wilson also ran on us, like just like Daniel Jones ran on us. Um, that's the only problem I see with our defense is that we just leave that those mm-hmm. gaps open when we do our stunts um, deep to the line, and um, the quarterback yeah, just find you, this you, this hole and then just mm-hmm. take off. Well, you, you pin um, your ears back and you, and you rush. You guys just pin your ears guys and you rush. Yeah. And then the 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 occasional five to ten yard rushing attempt by the quarterback is gonna happen. And Dob scored on you guys uh, running the ball, didn't not? Man, don't even, don't even give me start on that. Was that was fucking nonsense? Yeah, but I mean, hey, that, the same thing can happen to us. We could we could be vulnerable um, to, to him doing that. Um, I think that's the the pretty much the only concern I I would see from um, from them. Um, what they can do to us. Otherwise we're just going to, uh, I don't think they're going to run on us. And I think we're going to, like I said, we're just going to get up, um, get after them. Um, and then their defense, I mean, they don't like, I mean, they, they let you guys just do anything they want in, uh, in the second half. So I don't think our offense Entering is really going to the, Yeah, man. They're up 20. So. All right, let's talk about the game. we got Arizona Cardinals. Um, we go yeah, to Arizona. Yeah. Let's talk about the game. Um, before that, you know, the second half, you know, I don't know what was said at halftime, but I think this is probably what was, what was said at halftime. Hey, baby, let's go out there like a bunch of trained dogs, not the fun. Probably. I don't know. Um, you know, weirdly enough, Caleb, there's no audio of the halftime speech. Interesting. Y'all got everything else. Y'all got the audio from anything else, but you couldn't get it from the halftime speech. What was said? Yo, like that's crazy, right, Caleb? Like when Caleb, did you watch the game? You watched the game, right? No, it's one o'clock. Oh, oh, yeah, it was. It both at one o'clock. It looked like the team had had died. It's like oh, the team's dead. This team is dead, and we're gonna be picking in the top five. This team is dead. Yeah, like they're dead. Like they're they're going into halftime, bro. It was dead, bro. They were. Being shoved around, threw around, 
James Conner was running people over. Josh Dobbs ran over Xavier McKinney. Xavier McKinney got ran over by Josh Dobbs. And you complain on Twitter, why? Where's my new contract? You want, you know, you want, you want a new contract? Don't let Josh Dobbs run you over for a touchdown. Like the team was dead. The team was dead. I don't know what happened at halftime. I don't know what was said. I don't know what happened. I don't know what Brian Dayball did, what was extrapolated, what was said. Did he insult people's manhoods? Did he inspire people? Did he say, I, I don't know what was said, but whatever is said, I need to, we need to find out what was said. We need to find out what was said because the second half, the team changed. The offense completely changed. The offense completely changed, bro. Like completely. The opening, the opening, the opening uh, drive in the second half, Caleb, it was ours. We scored in three plays. We scored in three plays. I'm like, what the hell just happened? I missed it, Caleb. Because they we scored that quickly. I missed it. And I blink and like I come back because I'm working at the store, right? And with the second half just started, I go back to my counter because I'm checking somebody out. We're already in the red zone. And I'm like, wait, it's only like 30 seconds. Just get, how, how are we in the red zone already? We threw a 58-yard bomb. I'm like, whoa, 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 what just happened? And and then Daniel Jones was like, hey, guys, I can play football. Let me see you. Let me show you what's up. Because they were, he was awful. In the, 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 the team was awful. There is a story circulating that Brian Dayball took back play calling duties from Mike Kafka. Oh, really? Yeah. It, it was, it's, it's a story being circulated. They asked Brian Dayball about it at, at the press conference. He said that didn't happen. Mike Kafka was calling plays. They asked Daniel Jones about it. He says, I was getting the plays from Mike Kafka. Some people think they're lying to us straight up to our faces because there are some videos of. Brian Dayball covering his mouth with his play sheet. People are like, if you're not calling plays, why are you covering your mouth? You know what I mean? Like, why are you covering your mouth if you're not calling plays? People, people are assuming it. He's denied it. I, we don't know, but the, the team looked different. The team looked different. Jalen Hyatt was being involved more. Saquon Barkley was being involved more. Daniel Jones looked like he had an extra pair of juice to him. And then something happened. Unfortunately, Ben Bredesen got injured. He had a concussion. I thought that's okay. It's over. Did the offense is the offensive line played well? Because the biggest key kill, they made an adjustment. They benched Mark Gluency and they brought in Marcus McCathan, one of the two North Carolina offensive linemen they drafted last year. Him and Joshua Zudu. The reason Marcus McCathan wasn't seen last year, he tore his ACL in the preseason. So he sat out. He he was he's he's basically a rookie. He's basically a rookie. We benched Mark Lewinsky for a rookie, and then we played Joshua Zudu, who's never played left tackle ever, ever. I think, I think he was the I think he was a guard at North Carolina, and I think Marcus McCathan was a tackle at North Carolina. They put Joshua Zudu at left tackle. I don't know. Don't quote me on it. I, I think I'm probably wrong. I think Zudu probably played left tackle, but I don't really know. But he he held up pretty nicely. Now imagine this offensive line with Andrew Thomas. Evan Neal played very well in the second half. I only said, what the hell are you doing? Like three or four times in the second half. The offensive line held up. The pocket for Daniel Jones, he stood in the pocket, Caleb. 
and he and he threw the ball and he threw it like he threw it. It wasn't like, oh, let me throw five yards. Like, no, I'm gonna throw it deep. I'm throwing it deep, you know. And that's what happened. Jalen Hyatt was what um, it was. It was. It was uh, about you know deep passes to Isaiah Hodgins. He's not very fast, so probably like 15 yards. That's still a deep pass. Darius Slayton was Darius Slayton. I think had like one only one drop ball. Or I don't think he dropped a, a ball. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't sell out. What the hell are you doing, Darius? Um, there was one. There was one play where he catches it, but unfortunately he was out of bounds. But it was a great catch. And I'm like, oh my god, Darius Slayton, Jesus Christ, that was amazing. Like that was amazing. But I do think Paris Campbell is going to be phased out because they're going to add Jalen Hyde a little bit more. Darren Waller had a great game in the second half. It's all about second half adjustments, being being more involved. Getting the tough catches, third and Waller, getting the ball. I, I think the receiving core is going to be Hodgins, Hyatt, Waller. And then you have the speed, and then you have another aspect of speed with Darius Slayton. Sterling Shepard showed up a couple of times. That was fine. He didn't really do much, but he showed up due to the rotation. Off, we ran the ball effectively. Saquon Barkley couldn't be stopped. They ran the ball. Can you, like, and they saw, hurt. like... And uh, yeah, that last play, man. Oh my god, oh, man, it, dude, dude, we were driving on the play. I thought that. I thought when. It, oh my god, that ripped my soul out, bro. That ripped my soul out. And I'm just like, bro, like you know, he like there was one play where he hits this one Arizona Cardinal, then he hits another one, and he's still driving, and he's 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 being tackled on the ground, right? But he's on he's on an Arizona Cardinal, so he thinks like I'm not down, so he gets up and he's being. He's he's continuing to run, and the cardinal is still holding on to him, and the cardinal's being moved, and the ref has to tell him, "Hey, no, Saquon, you're down. Your elbow was down. Stop moving." And he's like, "Oh my bad. I thought I wasn't down." He, the the engine, the heart of the team, base. I don't, I don't know what he said. Give me the goddamn ball. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. That was the positives. The offense rebounded in the second half. They're like, "Yo, what are we doing right now, dog?" Like, this is the Cardinals, bro. Like, what are we doing? And it's any given Sunday. Like, it's any given, like, yo, it is the Cardinals. Yeah, it is what it is. But it's the NFL. It's any given Sunday. There's only been two teams in the NFL that have lost every single game in the NFL. Two teams. That Cleveland Browns team and that Detroit Lions team that got Matthew Stafford the following year. Bad teams can beat you if you do not pay attention. Because the Cardinals, they're being disrespected. All week, oh, the Giants are going to bounce back from that Cowboys loss because they're against the Cardinals. That's what people thought the Giants were going, oh, they're against the Cardinals, whatever. They felt disrespected. And it showed because James Conner, this, now, now let's get into the negatives of the New York Giants. James Conner ripped our defense apart. He was like, y'all can't stop me. And he, and he wasn't stopped. I don't know what happened in the second half where they finally decided to talk about defensive league and play. They didn't get any sacks. There was no tackles for losses. Um, they scored. They didn't score in the fourth quarter. It was it was it was a good defensive stout by them. Um, but yeah, James Conner was having his way. James Conner, I believe, had let me double check. He had 106 yards and a touchdown. He averaged 4.6 yards a carry on 23 carries. Josh Dobbs played very well in the second half. It quite it, it changed a little bit, but the defensive line wasn't there. This is a big concern. Bobby Okereke 
made a mistake on a pass interference call on Zach Ertz, but then he made up for it where he he blitzed the hole once and just lays out James Conner or or I think it was Keontae Ingram, one of them, and he stops him and he was playing a little bit better. But our defensive line, man, I don't defensive lines in Wink Martindale's scheme are not stat defensive lines. Don't look at them and think they're going to have a bunch of stats. It's not happening. I always bring up Matthew Judon. We talk to all our Ravens fans, and I tell them, hey, what's up with your defensive lines? Mm-hmm. Like, why aren't they getting sacks? Like, it's like, oh, that's what that's the scheme, bro. Defensive lines don't get sacks. They don't, they don't stat, they don't stat, they don't stuff the stat sheet. It's all about the free runner. That's who's supposed to get the stat. Your defensive line creates chaos, occupies blocks, and then the free runner finds a crease and gets a sack or a tackle. The, the linebacker, the random safety, the r- rotational defensive lineman. That's what happens. So, and, and, and it's a lot of big conversation around um, Kayvon Thibodeau. People are saying, hey, man, he ain't getting the stats, bro. Where are the sacks at, bro? Where are the tackles at, bro? You're being blocked by a tight end. What are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I understand that the, the tight end thing. I kind of agree with, like, bro, like, tight end, bro? Like, really? A tight end, bro? But then you realize the modern-day tight end is six foot seven, 270 pounds. And you're like, kind of Yeah, most of them can't block. Yeah, most of them can't block. That's the irritating part. They're big. Some of them can't block, but they're big. And, you know, he's kind of playing patty cake with them. Kind of playing patty cake with them. It's like, he, he, him and the tight end... I've made an agreement. Like, we're just going to stand here. We're just going to stand here. That I don't like. But on 26 pass rushing attempts, nine, nine of them, he was in coverage. That's like 30%. That should be zero. That should be zero. He's a pass rusher. I tweeted this a couple of years ago. He's a traditional defensive end. Put his hand in the dirt. Let him rush the ball in traditional pass rushing lanes outside the, 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 the last tackle or on the, on the inside shade of the tight end or the outside shade of the tight end. You let him hold the edge. There was a couple of times where he didn't hold the edge, and I didn't like that. But, you know, not every defensive lineman can play perfect all the time. He shouldn't be in co- like I, I I kept seeing him in coverage and I'm like what do I see in coverage? Let us put his hand in the dirt. Let him rush the ball. But the problem is when you're rushing the ball in Wink Martindale's scheme, your defensive end is not going traditional like, oh this is my rush lane, and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna hold the, the outside. It's like no no your defensive end will now crash inside. You crash inside, and then and then and then you have Dexter Dexter Lawrence whip behind you. Oh then we have the safety. Coming out of nowhere, and you're just trying to create chaos. And guess what happens? You don't get sacks. You don't get stats. You don't get tackles. Matthew Judon had four and a half sacks in Baltimore, Caleb. His last year in Baltimore. He goes to New England in his first two seasons. What were what do you think his sacks totals were? A lot more than that. First year in New England, 12 and a half. Second year in New England, 15 and a half. What changed? Did Matthew Judon get better at rushing the passer? What changed? His his team, <laughs> his team, and what was to- what was asked of him to do? Carl Banks said this. 
very eloquently on his podcast. What are they asking Kayvon to do? What is his job? What is his job? I don't know what his job is because I'm confused on what do they want him to do. He's he's rushing the ball. He's playing coverage. What is his job? In New England, Matthew Judon's job is very simple. You're a defensive end. Go get the quarterback. What was his job in Baltimore? I don't know. Because I didn't really watch Matthew Judon in Baltimore. What's Kayvon Thibodeau's job in that defense? What's his job? What do they want him to do? What do they expect from him? You know? He, he's always rotating people. You know, Jihad Ward comes in the game. Like, there, there's a time where he's retorting the defensive tackles. One time, Lyndon Williams and Dexter Lawrence are not even on the field. A'shaun Robinson and Nacho are, are on the field. And then DJ Davis is on the field. You have three defensive tackles are on the field with one defensive end. And you're like, what the hell is going on around here? So what's Kayvon Thibodeau's job? If he's doing, if they're asking him to do something and he's doing it, He's doing a great job, but I need to find out what his job is. He's a defensive end. Is If his job is not to get the quarterback, he's do not doing a good job at it. But if his job is something else, you're telling him to do something else. And I, I, I know football, but I'm not, I'm not an expert. I'm not going to say I am. He could be given other defensive ta- end duties. Like, hey, man, just stay, occupy blocks. You know, and, and and keep the line. You know, don't get in a sack. You know, like gap contain. You can tell him be a, be a gap contain guy. Contain the outside gap. Contain the the the, the gap on the left. Like and just just stay there. They could be telling him to do that. He could be doing a great job at that. They could be telling him, "Hey man, you're gonna then cover the running back or the tight end coming out." And he could be like, because if his job is to get the quarterback, he's not doing a good job at that because he's not really creating sack opportunities for himself. You know, that could also be a chance. You know, he, he did. A lot of people held him a lot last year, which was kind of weird for a rookie. Could he be being hold? Possibly. But getting, but watching defensive line and offensive line in, in broadcast format, you really, you really don't know, really don't know if they're having a good game until you, you know, unless you're like Michael Parsons just running around with your, your hair on fire, just hitting everyone, anything that moves. So that you definitely know that, but but you need all twenty-two film to dissect defensive line play. Like, what are they doing? What's their job? How are they conducting this? You know, did they do that? You know, so we'll see. We'll see. I'm not gonna give up on the kid. I'm not gonna give up on him because I'm not going to. I'm a big fan of him. I still think he can be a good defensive end in this league if they let him be a defensive end. Just let him be a defensive end. But we'll see. He did. He did react to the naysayers uh, in his in his uh, press conference scrum, saying, "But it's just noise. The only people that matter are in the room." Um, that's a good mindset to have. But I need to find out what his job is. I can't say he's doing a bad job if I don't know what his job is. And people are like, "Oh, he's a defensive end. What, what do you mean? What's his job?" In, in Wink Martindale's scheme, defensive ends can have a lot of jobs. Like I said, the man was in coverage. The man could be a gap, gap contained guy. He could be just, hey man, just control that outside, keep the outside leverage on your hands. Like, what is he doing? Because, you know, if his job is like, hey, go get the quarterback, he's doing a bad job. But what is his job? You know, what is his job? Because there's defensive ends who are like, hey, defensive end, you're in there, go get the quarterback. You're pass rushing, just go get the quarterback. Dante Fowler for the Cowboys, 
They don't tell Dante Fowler, hey, man, go stop the run, Dante. Like, no, what? Like, no, absolutely not. Hey, Dante, go, go. It's a, it's a passing down. Go, go give me a sack. And he, and his job is to get a sack. He, he gets a sack. He did his job right. He almost gets a sack. He gets his job right. He flushes a QB out. He does his job right. He doesn't get a sack and get standed up. Dante Fowler didn't do his job right. Because they specifically told him, this is your job. This is your job. They say, hey, Jonathan Hankins, this is your job. Stop the run, Jonathan. He stops the run. He does his job. He gets a sack. That's a bonus on his job. If he doesn't stop the run, he's not doing his job. Like, it's, it's very clear. What's Kayvon Thibodeau's job? What's his job? Are they using his athleticism against him to be like, you're so athletic, you can actually play coverage on like, you know, like they're not going to put Aiden Hutchinson in coverage. Imagine Aiden Hutchinson guarding a tight end, Caleb. Like, I don't think he can do it. You know? Hey, probably not. <laughs> yeah, but, but Detroit doesn't ask him to do that. Detroit told Aiden, Aiden, this is your job. Run, rush the passer and get tackles in, in the backfield. He's like, I'll do it. Trayvon Walker in, in Detroit. Like these are the two, these are these three are gonna be stuck together forever. It's gonna be Trayvon, Aiden, and him. They're gonna be compared to each other for the rest of their time. People are already thinking that them two are way ahead of him. They're, they think they're way ahead of him, but they're being asked to do one thing and he's being asked to do another. Their jobs are clear. What's his job? What's his job? That's all I gotta say. But now let's preview next week. Arizona going against another NFC East team. They're going against the Dallas Cowboys, Caleb. You're going to destroy Arizona, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, I mean we're definitely not going to have problems that the Giants did or, or the Washington for that matter. Um, I just want to talk about some of the injuries uh, from the last game. Um, another injury to our left guard position. Uh, that sucks. Uh, Jimmy Doga went out. Uh, he was doing a pretty good job filling in for Tyler Smith. Hopefully we can have Tyler Smith back for this game. Um, if not, um, Tyler Bass did an okay job, like did a serviceable job. Uh, um, Dak only got sacked um, uh, one time, um, and then yeah, we we were able to run okay against a, a really good Jets defense. Um, just uh, maybe not in the red zone. We didn't have that kind of power that we probably needed, and uh, that what Tyler Smith can give us if he's back starting because he's he's all power. Um, so maybe that. That helps us uh, do better in the red zone because we had little problems doing that. But uh, with the what positive of having our struggles in the red zone, we did find out that you know we have we have a good kicker now because um, you know Rand Aubrey just five kicked for five, five, uh, five for five. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean that's great for us with that the fact that we don't have to really worry about him making a kick um, uh, is great, a great, great feeling for that. Um, because I was definitely worried about that going into the season. Like, I just did not think we had a kicker and we were going to get screwed in some of the games um, if it came down to a field goal. Um, but, you know, he hit his kicks and he's looking good. So I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm good with that. Uh, but otherwise, going, uh, Brandon Cooks was also out for this game. Hopefully, we'll have him back for the. He, he looked like he was going to go, um, but I guess it just held him out. Um, he probably can go this game and he'll be back. Um, against the Cardinals, uh, so we'll have a full full go receivers. I mean, uh, we, I mean, he, I guess we didn't really need him um, because you know uh, all the all the all the throws went to CD Lamb. He he got like 11, 11 receptions, one hundred forty three yards, just everything, which is 
going through Lamb. So, but you know, Dak did a good job of spreading around. And I think with Brandon Cooks, um, yeah, you know, having having that other guy there, uh, he he can definitely spread around in this game as well. And um, you know, you, uh, I think we can um, uh, just dominate on defense and. Like I said, it'll just be more of the same on offense. Kind of just keep play, keep away. That's what we did against the Jets. I mean, we had the ball for 42 minutes versus their 17 minutes. Um, that that that's a product of um, the play call from Mike McCarthy of just playing and just being very efficient uh, with the with the play calling, protecting the ball, um, and, and um, you know prolonging these drives, um, and uh, and then keeping our defense fresh. And if we keep doing that, um, the, these lesser quarterbacks that we're playing, um, mm-hmm. they're just not going to have enough time with the ball. And um, we're just going to dominate um, the games that way. And it may not look totally flashy, but it's going to be damn well efficient. I think that's exactly what we're going to do against the Cardinals. Yeah, pretty much, man. You know, Cardinals had their fun in the first half. The Giants can put it on them. Um mm-hmm. The Cardinals looked like they're about to seal it because after we scored our first touchdown in the second half, they they went down and drove on us and just punched us in the mouth in that second. Or when the fourth quarter hit, it was all New York. The defense buckled in. We took the ball. We we got some three and outs and we and we succeeded and we scored quickly and efficiently. I think that's what's gonna with the Cowboys. Their defense is a whole lot better than our defense. It's very clear. Um, they have a million safety linebackers that I, I'm not going to name because there's like a, a ton of them. Um, so there's a rotation there. You guys have rotation everywhere. I think the only part you don't have rotation is your corners. But honestly, you really just have those two corners. You're like, I'm cool with that. Those two corners No, we have cool. plenty of corners. We got Deron Bland and Jordan Lewis. Uh, uh, what about Deron? I keep, so, yeah, not because I keep forgetting. No, because I keep thinking Deron's a safety. You know what I mean? No, he, he's, a, he's, a he's, a he's a corner, he's a right? Corner. He's a corner. Okay, so he's cool. All right, so corner. you have three, so you have three good corners. Jordan Lewis, really? The man's like been injured like eight million times. Come on. He's still good. He's still good when he's out there. Okay, that's fine. Good point. All right, you have four corners, but like you have a bunch, you have a million safeties who also play linebacker, and some of your linebackers play defensive end. I hate you so much. What, what, what is up with this defense? What is wrong with Dan? What, what is Dan Quinn? Is a Dan Quinn? A is Dan? Quinn, like Dan Quinn just totally came, just came in. Just, he's a monster. Just, he's like, you know what, guys? I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna sign every safety we have. All the safeties are making this team. Every safety, all of them. You're like Jesus Christ. Like, how many linebackers you got? You got like what three, two? Maybe Van Der Esch and Demon Clark and. Those are like the only like two true linebackers. Some of like safety linebackers. Yeah, I know, man. It's you know, insane, bro. Yeah, it's insane. Dan Quinn again helped wrinkle. The, like literally, Dan Quinn just changed the game again. It's like because like a lot of like nowadays it's gonna be a lot of a dime and nickel. So you're like, hey man, let's just have a bunch of safeties. And, like have two true linebackers, like a million safeties. So yeah, y'all gonna y'all gonna take them out. Um, but the game of the week. Well, not the game of the week. Thursday. You know what? It could That's be the, the game of the week. Be, that is the game of the week, right? Thursday like, night like game. All the, Thursday night like game all the, is not the game of the week. Like the Sunday, the, the Sunday, the Sunday games, are, are they that like? Are they that like good? Nobody calls the Thursday night game the the game of the week. Hey man, it's Giants. It's Giants Niners, baby. Giants Niners. Okay. <laughs> okay. Giants Niners. Get your ass picked. 
Hey, it's Thursday night, dog. Crazy shit happens on Thursday night. Okay. Okay. Sure. Crazy shit happens. Hey, man. Crazy stuff happens on Thursday night. Okay. Let's not act like. Mm-hmm. Let's not act like crazy stuff doesn't happen. Right. You guys are I'm playing saying in we're gonna San Francisco. Yeah, but we stayed in ta- We stayed in. We stayed in Arizona, so we're good. Why are you not going on the to West the game? Coast. Why are you not going to that game? I have. I have an event. I have an event to go you to. Don't, you don't have really an event. You should be at that game. I really wanted to go to that game. Let me see if I can get to. Let me see if I can get to that game after the event. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I wish, but I. Yeah, I, I, have, I have. I have to go. I have, I have to be at school, unfortunately. Well, school, uh, school, yeah. school, school's not important. Hey, whoa, 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 man! School, guys, school is important. Okay. No, skip school, school and go to football games. That's easy because all football games are on Sunday. Well, Monday night. Oh, it's yeah, a good point. Thursday night. Yeah, that's a good point too. Well, you know, yeah, so skip school. You don't need school. You need football. You know, one of my friends is a Niners fan. She's a season ticket holder, actually. So she goes to every game. So we'll see about that. But, you know, I will be watching it on my phone at school. We'll see if I'm happy as I'm probably eating my sorrows out. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, But, yes, I digress. So you guys going to lose. So we agree. I don't agree. How do you not agree? Okay, fine. I agree because we don't have Saquon Barkley. He's injured. Brian, you okay? Brian, Brian Dayball. I mean, I don't know what's gotten into him. We just released Ronald Jones. If you know he's out there, we, we just released him today. So. Fuck out of here! Get out of here, man! Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, um, he's there. <laughs> he's a Ronald Jones. Um, oh, yeah. what was I about to say? What was I about to say? Um, he says Saquon Barkley is a game time decision. <laughs> yeah, not Thursday night. There's you... like no way on Thursday night. Yeah, like no, because here's the thing, bro. Like, so today the injury report came out. The people who did not participate were Saquon Barkley ankle and Ben Bredesen. Yeah, Ben Bredesen got a concussion, unfortunately, in that game against the Cardinals. Cause on one of the blocks, one of the Cardinals players went head to head with him and he got a concussion because he he gets up and he's walking. And Adam Amin, the, the announcer, him and Mark Schlereth. We're in the booth, they say, Oh my god, on the broadcast. And I'm like, wait, what happened? Adam Amin sees Ben Bredesen fall over. Like he falls. And Ronnie Barnes, our tra- our our longtime um athletic trainer, says, get him. And they went out and they got him and they took him out and he was done. He's I don't think he's playing. He's not playing Thursday. Um, limited is Micah McFadden. He had a little neck issue. Aziz Ojalari, his hamstrings, Wandell Robinson, his knee still, you know, which is understandable. Andrew Thomas is also hamstring. So a couple of game time decisions are those three guys are are Saquon, Andrew Thomas, and Aziz Ojolari. Saquon Barkley not playing. Brian Dayball is playing games right now. He's trying to he's trying to be like, I may play him. You don't know that Kyle Shanahan. You don't know that. I'm he's a game time decision, Kyle Shanahan. You don't know yeah, if he, it I'm wouldn't playing matter him. if he was playing. It you wouldn't know, matter. I think it would matter your, your because your offensive line is so ass against their defensive line. That that's just a horrible matchup. Yep, it's like, pretty bad. It's, it's gonna be Cowboys game all over again. Like you can't st- you can't stop their de- you can't block them. He's gonna get sacked like crazy. Game mm-hmm. over. Yeah, because they have you know, Javon Kinlaw, Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave. They took him from Philly. They got Nick Bosa, Drake Jackson. 
they have they have a solid defensive line. And you know what? We're basically starting. If it's the same offensive line like we did last week in the second half. The second half, the offensive line held up, but it's again the Arizona Cardinals. So what does that mean? We're basically it's starting. Yeah, it's not the Arizona Cardinals. We basically started three. We basically started three rookies in Joshua Zudu at left tackle, John Michael Schmitz at center, and Marcus McCaithen at right guard. It's basically three rookies. If Andrew Thomas plays, you move a Zudu to left guard, you put Andrew Thomas at left tackle, and now you have that. But also, Andrew Thomas is also a game time decision. But this is what people thought Andrew Thomas was, was going to happen with Andrew Thomas. They don't play him against in Sunday against Arizona. Then they play him on Thursday. That's what that's what the thought was. Or you let him sit until Monday next week against the Seattle Seahawks. I believe it's the Seahawks. Let me double check the schedule. It is yes, the Seahawks. We play the Seahawks on Monday night, so we, we could do that as well. So it's kind of a kind of a thing. Why? Um, you guys in prime time so much. You guys suck. We're the New York Giants, baby. New York Giants, Caleb. Caleb, no, no, no. You talk so much shit, but you know who owns two of the highest viewed games in NFL history? You know who owns it? One and two? Yeah, it's us. We, me, us right here. You need us. We're the New York Giants. When we're semi-good, people watch. People watch us, bro. And when we're great, everyone's watching. We broke yeah, our we broke our own record. Off, off half time. Hey man, you, you think that. You think that. But let's just say this, man. We're 21 and 21 against the against the San Francisco 49ers. We're four and four in the playoffs. That means what historically, historically speaking. All I'll say is this. All I'll say is this, Caleb. I remember a story where the the Niners had a great defensive line going into 2011. It was the NFC Championship game at Candlestick. They're like, yo, the Niners are going to take out the Giants. That defensive line is legit. And you know what? The defensive line did show up, and it almost killed Eli Manning. But you know what happened? Eli Manning stayed in that pocket, and he won that game in overtime. Am I saying Daniel Jones is Eli Manning? No. (laughs) You don't have anything that's even close to that team on your team. <laughs> Am I being delusional? Yes. Are the Giants going to win? I don't think so. <laughs> it's not happening. It's not happening, man. The Giants are probably going to lose. Fine. But if we win, I'll be happy as shit because I can load this over my Niners fans' friends. I have a bunch of Niners fans' friends. If the Giants win, I'm going to talk so much shit on them. I'm going to dance on their grave. I'm going to DM my homie. I'm just going to, it's just me dancing on their grave, just like, just like hopscotching. But, you know, if we lose, I'm going to say nothing. I mean, I'll be like, hey, for a tie. I'll be for a tie. A tie, tie, yeah, whatever. Tie, tie your face. Whatever. But, yeah, but the biggest key is who's the who's going to be the running back? That's the key. Is it going to be the rookie they drafted, Eric Gray? Or is it going to be Matt Breida? It's one of them. It's going to be one of them. I hope he's Matt Breida. Not just because he's um, on my fantasy team. Definitely because he's on my fantasy team. Definitely because he's on your fantasy team. Um, (laughs) 
probably going to be Matt Breida because he's the veteran and Brian Dayball knows him from Buffalo. But he, no, here's the key, Caleb. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is Brian Dayball going to be calling plays or is that all smoke and mirrors? Like, because because people think he's calling, people thought he called plays in the second half and the team looked different. The offense looked completely different. They took chances. They played with a gusto, a moxie. Um, and, and they flew. Is Brian Devil like, I'm going to be calling plays? So that's what Kyle Shanahan does. He calls plays. Is Brian Devil going to be like, you know what, Mike, I like, I like you. I'm going to call the plays. Or is it going to be the same one? Or is it going to be Mike Kafka going to call plays? Or is, are we all, are we, are we just looking like, is Mike, like who's calling plays? That's another question. Who's going to be the running back and who's calling plays? People think it's Brian Dable. He says no. He says it's Mike Kafka. Brian Daniel Jones says, I get my place from Mike Kafka. But people think they're lying. And that's the key. Like, what's what's happening here? What's happening? So we'll see, man. Um, it's Thursday night, so it's usually not a high-scoring game. I'm going to go... Well, people are already going to know the outcome when they watch this, so... That's true. It's true. I'm guessing to, I'm gonna I'm gonna say 28-14 San Francisco. Let's go with that. Go with that. No, no, no. 27-27-27-14 San Francisco. You kick a couple field goals. Because you know, low scoring game. Giants get 14 points. If the Giants win, I'll be as happy as a butt. But it is what it is. All right, Caleb. Final final words. I mean, I mean, it's just great. I mean, I just feel great. Cowboys are awesome. We're the best team in the league. Best team in the league. I mean, oh, what else is there to say? Yeah, that's a good point. What is what is what else is there to say, guys? But there is something to say. Caleb, where can people find you, my man? Uh, you can find me at NFL Caleb Twenty Two on Instagram and Twitter slash X. And you can find me on this channel doing Betty the NFL on Wednesdays at 8 o'clock. Um, please tune into that show if you like winning money. I am on a goddamn hot streak. I went 4 and 1 in week two, 7 and 3 overall. We're starting off hot. So join, join it while I'm hot right now. So tune in for that show if you like making money. All right, guys. I'm Ferris Madonna. Find me at Ferris Madonna on X. The underscore Ferris underscore Mathana on Instagram. I'm here every Friday, every Friday, three o'clock Pacific. American football, good friends, better rivals, as well as every Friday or Friday again at 8 p.m. The open table, me and Adelia's long-formed conversation. We would just talk to people uh, and talk to us. So there's also that at eight o'clock, as well as uh, you know, you're, you you've 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 already seen the Thursday night game. So. This is past me talking to future me. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay, Ferris. It's going to be okay. Don't throw your phone away. Don't throw your phone at the wall because I know you wanted to do that. All right? It's going to be fine. Don't let this team ruin your mood. All right. On that note, everybody, as well as the rest of the world, y'all stay, y'all stay safe. Y'all stay cool. See y'all next week, Friday, where either this me 
was telling the truth in the in the past, in the future, or he lied and the Giants won. We we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Next week, I'll break down the Thursday night game. Thursday night game, we'll break it down. All right. So, see y'all next time, everyone. Stay safe, stay cool, and stay blue, baby. Peace. Peace.